and welcome to the Atem podcast. My name is Dorota Buskela and this is the place to be to catch up on what you missed at the 2021 edition of the online 24 hours of Atem. So, for this 40th episode, we will cover how to build a future-ready OTT service. Let's start the engines. Welcome everybody to this uh, next session called How to Build a Future Ready OTT Service. This session is uh, co-presented with our partner Vaxest Orca. Uh, my name is David Jabolet. I'm uh, in Singapore and I will be acting once again as a moderator for uh, this session. Uh, today we'll talk about making streaming successful. And to address this subject, I have with me two speakers. Uh, DK and Gauthier. A quick intro, DK is the VP Sales, uh, APAC at uh, VO, is based in Singapore. He has more than 20 years experience on uh, sales uh, in the APAC business, mainly the peer media industry and digital platform transformation, including security area. He's passionate about helping clients who need digital transformation and media security enhancement. Thanks DK for joining today. Thank uh, you. Our second speaker is Gauthier. Gauthier is our VP APAC at ATM. He's also based in Singapore. He's currently managing the APAC entity uh, and assuming also the role of uh, VP sales. Uh, he has more than 10 years experience in the APAC broadcast industry and his main focus nowadays is to help customers also in their digital transformation journey. Thanks Gauthier for joining. The agenda of the day, first DK will uh, give us an overview of the current market trend. Uh, then we'll look more at what it takes to, look, to launch an OTT uh, service. And Ken Gauthier will uh, respond to that. Uh, and uh, the next part will be more a deep dive, I would say, in the OBO and ATEM solution offering. Here again, we'll finish with the Q&A. So if you have any question, don't hesitate to use the Q&A button. Uh, we'll respond as many as we can at the end of the presentation. But let's not waste any time. I will be giving you the floor on DK. Okay. Okay, thanks, uh, David. Um, hi, everyone. Um, this is DK um, from BO based in Singapore. So today uh, we start with uh, OTT market trend, and we will see what kind of factors that you have to consider for a new OTT services. And last, we want to uh, present a, a uh, combined solutions for these new OTT uh, services. So let me start with the uh, OTT market trend first. Yeah, it's obvious that the OTT market is uh, keep uh, evolving and and especially um, with this uh, global pandemic even accelerated the online video consumptions last year. So uh, with this kind of increase we can we can see a lot more new uh, service operators uh, you know the major three uh, global uh, OTT providers like uh, uh, Netflix, uh, Disney, and Amazon, uh, on top of that, we can see, you know, um, regional based OTT service providers, as well as a global service operator as well. 
And with this kind of trend, uh, you need more, you know, uh, diversified a monetization models, since uh, uh, the traditional export uh, uh, is getting tough to compete in the market, and a lot of uh, young generations and people are not familiar to pay a monthly fee regularly, so they prefer to have a ad-based uh, uh, services like Avot. And even uh, some of our service providers are offering kind of a hybrid model, uh, export plus able. So that's kind of new trend to adopt in the in the this evolving OTT market. And if you look at our uh, APEC uh, OTT market, uh, I think it's it's in the same trend. The online consumption is growing very fast, but. The key things that uh, we can look at from APEC market is um, the revenue side uh, still, you know, uh, pay TV is dominating, even if they are, are facing a lot of cord cutting issues here. But the revenue wise, I think OTT market uh, revenue is still uh, only 20% out of total revenue. So that's, a, that's one, one thing that's uh, interesting to see. And uh, another one is the uh, piracy issues here. So a lot of people are, are watching illegal streaming using, you know, IPTV boxes and, and uh, a website. So that's something we have to address as industry threat. Then that uh, you have to protect your asset uh, with uh, uh, some other uh, count measures and, and, and um, enforcement act uh, with industry, you know, together. Okay. And OTT is definitely a big opportunity for all of us uh, in, in, in global as well as in uh, APEC. So we have to approach, you know, how we can be successful in OTT opportunities. So I think there are, there are several uh, factors to consider, you know, uh, for local service providers versus global providers. They all want to be successful in the market. But how, how you can differentiate, that's the key here. So, the local content and local community to understand local viewers to grab, uh, you know, the viewerships. That's the key, and you keep continue to to develop uh, more sales channels with uh, with the aggregators and, and retailers, even financial institute as well. And and you have to be very flexible and adapt to provide a more flexible monetization uh, options to the customer. And telcos versus D2C. D2C is a direct customer, so it's it's like a Netflix. So they they the trend here is 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 a you know they have to grab the customers, and we see a lot of flexible video packages, and and partnerships as well. And, and telco side, you know, um, they they are losing customers by cold cutting by this uh, OTT consumptions, but they definitely coming back to fight. Uh, with their own services. In order to do that, they have to differentiate their uh, local content and also partnership with the major uh, D2C uh, operators um, as well. And they also accelerated their infrastructure, you know, spread over more fiber, you know, HTTPS, that uh, to secure uh, your TV uh, future. And as we all know, 5G is, is, uh, is definitely will increase and 
the, the video consumption on under 5G is the main reason to, to migrate for these in infrastructures. So if you can't beat them, then I think you have to join them. So means I think the partnerships between the operators and local uh, aggregators are very, very important to differentiate. So basically the, the trend is here and OTT is, is, uh, is inevitably uh, important in this market. So uh, let's see um, the key factors for OTT services. So if you look at the OTT end-to-end Diagram here, so you have a lot of things to consider. So many of uh, uh, operators uh, would like to utilize the existing systems and also they want to introduce a new trend of uh, services to grab uh, your, your, your ships. So here the key components that are uh, important to address that the requirements is the uh, uh, data and personalizations because everyone want to provide a, a Netflix-like experience, like personalized TV experience, consistent uh, viewing experience on, on multiple devices, and the rich TV platform backend, which can address all the scenarios that customers require, and the business analytics uh, uh, to make a, a meaningful decision and the faster to market decisions, they're all addressed uh, in, in uh, analytics. And you want to maximize a uh, new revenue trend uh, from a targeted advertisement because now I, the ad-based uh, uh, subscription is, is getting more important. And you also have to fight against the piracy. So studio approved the DRM is the key. And on top of that, you need to introduce, say, uh, watermarkings and anti-piracy services um, to fight directly to illegal streaming. And bottom part is the, uh, uh, probably a uh, temp's part. Uh, so maybe go to, you wanna add some comments for your, your part on the, on the blue? Yeah, sure. So basically, yes, you need uh, all the encoding and decoding um, components. Uh, of course, uh, when you receive uh, new content or when you receive uh, new linear channels, you need to compress them uh, to the right format, to the, to the right uh, codec, uh, video or audio codecs. And of course, uh, after that, it needs to be packaged because of course, uh, OTTs, uh, as you know, have a different, uh, different type of, uh, of formats. And then, um, then you have the, the delivery side, so the CDN. So thanks to uh, the recent acquisition uh, of Anivia uh, within the Atom Group, we can now uh, really propose uh, all these components uh, of the chain, of the flow uh, of components. Okay, great. So uh, now I think this slide shows the uh, key parts that uh, that to be considered to launch a new OTT services. So first of all, contents and metadata. So content, you know, global contents is the king, but local contents is the queen. So that's why Netflix, you know, Disney Plus, Amazon, they're all trying to acquire a lot of local contents to differentiate and to, to localize. So uh, it's, it's very important. And often say uh, live sports is considered as a premium. 
there is a bit of issues uh, from a pandemic last year, but it's it's uh, getting uh, you know live gradually, and it, it's one of very important uh, contents uh, for OTT services. Next one is a, a new service rollout and and end to end. I think these two uh, items are correlated. So uh, when you launch a new service, you need to consider full end to end architecture. And you have to plan well with a, a, a very specialized and skillful, you know, prime SIs to address all the potential issues in advance. Uh, and uh, and 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 you know, uh, simply, you know, um, application customization could be a primary uh, cause of delayed service. So that's why it's, it's very very important and complex uh, integration may cause a lot of trouble, even delay to deploy and, and difficult to maintain. In the end, even impossible to replace that. So the importance is, is there. And the video piracy that you have to see, because piracy is always here and, and they all try to uh, uh, take your valuable assets you know, uh, to the services. So you need, you need to be prepared to provide a, 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 a studio approved uh, solutions of uh, CAS DRMs. And, and on top of that, you need a dynamic watermarking solutions to fight uh, those piracy more actively under your control. And if you can combine with the watermarking plus uh, anti-piracy monitoring service, to trace uh, and attack uh, and also take uh, take down notice notices to illegal website or, or illegal IPTV setup boxes. That will be essential to fight against this uh, video piracy. And next uh, key uh, item will be a data and analytics. This is getting important because uh, every customer want to have a, a personalized TV experience because uh, Netflix is one of them, I think, uh, to uh, influence a lot here. So you need to have a very strong data and analytics. And the analytics provide a, a very uh, much business insights for management to decide for marketing to, to play uh, promotions. So all sort of uh, information are provided through this uh, engine. So it's very important. And the cloud approach is one of them to consider because cloud is not always the most expensive uh, approach compared to on-prem. And cloud provides, provides a lot of benefit, like agility, you know, the faster to launch. Uh, and uh, those kind of benefit you have to be considered, okay? Yeah, I think for the cloud is also very important for, for the video side. Um, you know, if you want to scale your, your services, if you want to scale uh, your amount of content, you want to transcode uh, for your service, I think the cloud is, uh, is really powerful for that. Um, so you will see a bit later on, but, uh, you know, Atem, Atem Solution has been uh, one of the leaders in the, in the cloud approach, which is either uh, private or public cloud. This is uh, pretty much uh, something we can support for quite some time. Um, of course, if you want your service to be uh, very successful, your OTT service to be very successful, you need a premium video quality. 
Um, so in fact, there's two reasons, two main benefits from there to have a premium video quality. Of course, you want your users to, when they watch your content, they, they really enjoy it. You know, it's like when they see the, the, the you know, the sharpness of the, of the, of the videos, uh, the different details of the video, I think it's a really important factor. Uh, so you need to have your OTT service to be uh, really with a pristine video quality um, to be, to, you know, to, to have people addicted to it. Um, so when I say video quality, actually it's also audio quality. So we'll, we'll dive a little bit more uh, later in the, during the session. And the second aspect uh, of having, uh, you know, a, a good solution for video compression is, of course, of course, the, the, the savings, because you know when you deliver over CDN, either it's on-prem, I mean, uh, private CDN or public CDN, there is some costs, costs on the network, costs on uh, if you are talking about public CDN, costs on 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 the public CDN. So if you have a very uh, good video compression. Uh, uh, solution, then you can reduce all this uh, cost and then you make savings uh, from there. And the last one, of course, uh, the quality of experience. So again, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, dive a little bit further uh, later on on, on these uh, points is a different type of quality of experience. So yeah, I think we'll uh, provide more details as well. Okay, great. Um, so now I, I think the session will be a, a more, you know, uh, the, the combined solution offering uh, from Bio and Atem. So let me start the quick intro on the Vio side. Okay. So Vio is an orange company, 100% uh, uh, owned and over 22 years of experience and Vue is serving uh, more than 50 million subscribers globally um, uh, with uh, more than 100 uh, customers in the world. And Vue owns more than 1500 uh, patents and currently we have uh, uh, over 400 employers in 11 offices uh, globally. And we have uh, more than a uh, hundred technology partners as well. So this slide is the one of the use case that the VO and ATEM uh, successfully deployed. Uh, this is, 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 is showing, you know, it's, it's a bit of a unique case that uh, this solution can address um, multiple small ISPs because typically smaller ISPs are having difficult for, for uh, initial big investments to introduce OTT uh, services. So uh, we understood that uh, difficulties and we, we addressed that uh, smaller ISPs can offer a large TV services with these ideas. And uh, um, our companies, a uh, expert, uh, you know, try to fill the knowledge gap by providing a uh, technology know-how and consulting them to launch uh, this service successfully. Uh, and, and custom offers is, is, is by uh, region, city, and countries. So this is very unique and, and very interesting uh, use cases. So we can talk about a uh, more, you know, the, the common architecture from next slide, okay. So basically, this, this architecture designed for enablement for OTT services, whoever want to launch. 
So this can be available on cloud or uh, on-prem or even hybrid mode is doable, okay? So first of all, let me introduce some of the view parts. Uh, then I will ask Agot to, to address uh, more on uh, temp side. So view side, we provide a TV platform, uh, which includes you know, the major two parts, uh, 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 the main platform part and uh, the second engine is, is uh, data related engines. And on top of that, uh, we can introduce a uh, targeted ad and super aggregations which we can explain in the later slide more details. And the view provides a, um, uh, applications as well as a, a, a player which can uh, support the CMAP and high security. So it, it, it's kind of secret weapon for uh, a view. So it can address also service, uh, the client side watermarking uh, as well. So this uh, platform can address both a uh, IPTV and, and OTT in a unified uh, platform. And we provide a single uh, dashboard uh, to, to, to uh, maneuver all these uh, requirements. So yeah, on the ATEM side, so we have uh, basically two types of components, uh, more the head-end uh, components. So as you can see on the left, so transcoding, uh, for CBR or ABR uh, for both uh, live, linear, and uh, VOD. So this is actually a very interesting uh, case that uh, most of our operators are now looking at. It's uh, more, you know, like uh, doing an hybrid uh, kind of uh, setup where maybe they already have IPTV or, or they, they, they may launch IPTV and they also want to do OTT. So I think that's, that's a very uh, interesting uh, use case we, uh, we are seeing uh, more and more often. Uh, or even certain operators are even, uh, you know, moving everything to OTT. So it's, I would say it's a little bit more rare, but uh, we are starting to, starting to see this, um, this trend. So I would say the, the, key, uh, the key factor of this uh, joint solution, this end-to-end -end, uh, solution is uh, we can actually target both, uh, for both on the end-to-end or on the uh, application, application side, sorry. Um, and this is very important for the customer. Uh, so let's say maybe you only have, you only have IPTV, but you want to launch OTT, it's very simple to do it. And you will have the same kind of uh, user experience on, on all the players. And the, the, the more the component on the delivery side, so on the right side. So thanks to the acquisition, we can now propose uh, all the origin and CDN. Um, so this is also very important for, you know, for, for OTT. Uh, to deliver uh, all the contents and the linear channels uh, with the best quality of experience. So we'll dive a little bit further on uh, where we can help uh, on this part. Okay. So to me, so, I guess the base of uh, maybe the most basic uh, things to do is to, to make your, you know, your, your service uh, successful is to, to address four different things uh, on, on the video side. The first thing, of course, and uh, uh, you know, it's getting more and more popular, popular sorry, the, the 4K. So ATEM can, of course, address uh, from SD to 4K, and we also now uh, do uh, 8K. I should actually uh, mention it uh, here. Uh, I guess that, uh, you know, to be closer to the details, it's uh, higher and higher resolutions. And if you look at all the device today, they're now even uh, even a, a phone can support 4K resolution. So this is really important to, to, address, uh, to address this. 
The two next are the SGR and the workflow gamut. So this is really, really important for the user experience. Um, if you look at two videos, one on code in uh, SDR and one in HDR, you will see really a completely different uh, experience. Uh, HDR really bring and, uh, and the white color really bring a lot of uh, be much better uh, user experience for, 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 for the subscribers. Uh, of course, not every channel today or every content are available in uh, HDR, but it's getting there. And uh, in fact, uh, with Atem, we also have some tools to convert any SDR to HDR. Um, so this could also bring uh, much more value to, to your service. And the last part, uh, I think it's more for sport content, the high frame rate. Um, you know, when you look at, uh, at the sport content and you look, you look uh, with, uh, with a normal frame rate, the, the user experience is not really good because you can see the, you know, the, the content is a bit jerky. But thanks to uh, the high frame rate, you can really enjoy the very smooth uh, motions. And uh, Atem has been actually working for, for, for quite a while on, on this. And we have some tools uh, to be able to have really uh, an upscale of the frame rate in a really efficient way. So we always talk about the video, but actually the next big thing is now the, the real sound. Um, so all the 3D kind of, uh, kind of audio. Uh, so we, have, uh, we are pretty much uh, working with the two, uh, two biggest uh, technology here, which is uh, Atmos and Fanhopper, uh, MPEG-H. So we have uh, integrated all their libraries in terms of uh, audio coding. And it's also a very, very good um, uh, way of improving the, uh, the, the user experience. It really makes, uh, and if you look at all the devices also now, they're all supporting uh, Atmos and uh, MPEG Edge. So I think it's really important as well for your OTT services to have uh, such capability, and uh, Atem can, can help uh, with, with you with that. Um, of course, uh, another key topic uh, when you talk about OTT, and in fact, it was uh, bring uh, during the last uh, big event, which was uh, the World Cup. You know, the, there was um, some operators that launched uh, the World Cup only on OTT. So the subscribers, you know, they, they were quite, quite happy. The, the quality was nice, the, the framework was nice. So it was pretty good, but one of the big, big issue at the time, there was a latency. So the, the goal on DTH, on IPTV uh, screen was 30 seconds or 40 seconds before it, it, it appears on the, on the mobile phone or on the tablet. So that was actually a really, really uh, bad, uh, I would say, uh, a publicity for DT. So um, all the, uh, so, CMAF, it's, it's a new, uh, it's not really new because it has been there for, for quite a while now, but it has been uh, actually uh, after the World Cup. So everyone, every uh, operator went back to a vendors and say, hey, how can I solve this problem? And this is where we saw that all the, uh, all the operators are now starting to, uh, to, to even deploy a CMAF in the, in, the, in the service, in the OTT service. And with CMAF, actually, you can really uh, get a really low latency and you can even reach the same kind of latency you can have with broadcast on DTH or IPTV. 
Um, so I, I mentioned here some of the latency uh, introduced on, on each of the steps. So near DVR, which is the origin, near CDN, which is the CDN. But actually the player also takes a bit of, uh, a, quite a big part actually on, uh, on, the, on the latency uh, measurements. Uh, so usually it's around the two fragments. So, so yeah, so the, the key point, the key point I wanted to emphasize here for, for the uh, sport channels, news channels, I think the latency is uh, really important. And uh, ATEM with all the components we have on the encoder and uh, CDN and origin, we can really help uh, to bring the latency down to, uh, yes, 3, 3, 3.5, uh, 3, 3.5 seconds uh, end to end. So when you when I mentioned about uh, video quality or video compression, um, I guess you know the, the, the video codecs are, have evolved a lot over time. Um, so here I, I, I put a little uh, diagram on the different uh, improvements over time of the different codecs. So I mentioned here the, the latest one, so H264, HVC, and the, and the new one that is just released uh, this year or last year, sorry, VVC. So, now on H264, we are pretty, uh, pretty much uh, mature. I would say the, the improvement uh, will not uh, grow uh, too much. Uh, HEVC, we are starting to, to reach the maturity of the codex, so the optimization uh, is, is not too much anymore. So where we are seeing the big trend is around the VVC. So VVC has just started uh, last year. Um, the standardization, I mean, has been finalized uh, last year. Uh, and this is where you, you see the a big gain against HBC uh, or, or H264. Of course, not all the, uh, the player can support VVC today. Where we are seeing VVC um, very popular is more on the 8K side, uh, because you know 8K has a, a really, really big uh, resolution, so you need uh, much more bits to encode, uh, to encode um, those kind of resolution. So, but, the key point here to, to, to mention here, so there will be always new codecs, there will be always uh, a codec that improve uh, the, the video compression. And what way does benefit you and uh, why you need to, uh, to have someone uh, like ATEM is it enable you to have some savings. So savings in, in terms of storage, because you know when you store your contents uh, and contents are growing really more and more nowadays, um, then you need to, to reduce the size uh, for, for, for this contents and savings in terms of uh, CDN. So when you deliver all these contents, when you deliver all this linear uh, streaming to, to your subscribers, um, you need to reduce your cost. You need to reduce the impact on the network. So this is thanks to uh, thanks to this efficiency on the on on the on the product, thanks to the video compression of uh, Atem, we can really help you to uh, to do uh, a lot of savings. Um, last part, so recently, or I would say two years ago, or maybe more mature last year, uh, we also, uh, AI has been uh, a big contributor on the, on the uh, video compression efficiency. So ATEM has released uh, two years ago uh, an algorithm based on AI called uh, content adaptive streaming. So the goal is actually to make a better analysis of the content. Because if you look at it, uh, content sometimes is uh, very high motion, sometimes it's very static, sometimes it's even, uh, you know, a black for, you know, during movies, you have a black for one second. So why using all the time the same uh, kind of bitrate? So 
so, uh, so ATEM has been uh, developed uh, two years ago. Uh, I actually, it started much long, uh, much uh, earlier, but it has been uh, released uh, two two years ago because you know uh, all this AI needs uh, maturity. So um, thanks to that, we can basically adapt uh, the, the the video bitrate depending on the complexity of the contents. So when the, the, the content is complex or when the scene is complex, uh, we, we adjust uh, the bitrate a bit, a bit higher. When the scene is, uh, is very uh, uh, static, then we decrease the bitrate. So this makes the, you know, this makes the bitrate uh, much more agile, much more uh, um, uh, reactive depending on the complexity uh, of the scene. Okay, uh, this is uh, a, a view part. Um, as uh, explained a bit uh, earlier, so there are two major components uh, from BO in, in TV platform. So on the right is our TV platform contains uh, uh, you know content management, uh, service management, and customer management, and including a security part for uh, a multi DRM as well as a um, CAS uh, security for IPTV or DVB world. So uh, VO even can support a uh, wide-band CAS for a uh, uh, new IPTV trend. Uh, Google, the VO is the one of a uh, uh, preferred partner for uh, Google to address this wide-band CAS. So any version, uh, you know, uh, above Android all, you know, the media CAS are in included there and, and we are supporting wideband cost uh, integration as well as a managing a, this uh, cost system uh, on behalf of a supplier, uh, on behalf of our operator, sorry. And uh, the view provides a very rich a backend on the TV platform. So customer can um, manipulate the, all the scenarios that they need, like a live channel uh, uh, VOD package as well as promotions, you know, discount uh, coupons, you know, all the services that you would like to address to your customer that can be uh, uh, modified and, and supported in TV, TV platform. And another part is the players, which is uh, uh, included in the applications. So uh, your player provide a unique experience uh, uh, and also constant experience on, on multiple devices. And we support a uh, advanced security, so the screen block uh, uh, from HDMI uh, output as well. And uh, we, we provide a low latency and CMAP support that is uh, playing very important role as well to reduce the uh, latency, you know, in OTT world. And to the left-hand part is the uh, uh, data engine that is carrying getting uh, uh, more important because you want to provide a differentiated experience to uh, all the customers. So basically customer want to have all, uh, you know, personalized TV experience. So uh, you want to have your own, you know, recommended uh, content and you want to have a continuing viewing experience on multiple devices, all that can be addressed through a, our personalization engine. And business analytics can provide a lot of insights that, uh, you know, consumers' behavior, revenue trend, which contents are mostly uh, viewed. So all the information that, uh, you know, uh, help 
for management to, to make uh, uh, crucial decisions in the right time. And as a, as a new trend, um, the targeted edit is, is, is uh, uh, needed because you need to grab more uh, customers because like young generations, millennials, they are not familiar to pay a um, monthly subscriptions. They rather want to play or want to enjoy, you know, the free kind of video services. And also a lot of illegal, um, the, the pirates are available and you need to trans transit those kind of illegal uh, streaming uh, users into a, a, a legitimate uh, platform services. So on that perspective, target ad can be play very important role. So ad-based uh, uh, revenue can be generated uh, through uh, targeted uh, ad services here. Yeah, you're, you're completely right. Uh, DK, I think it's, uh, you know, personalization is really, uh, the, it's not only the buzz, right? I mean, it's, uh, it's really a trend that, uh, that's, uh, the, the, that's really uh, make the OTT uh, even more successful. Um, so you know when you when you offer a personalized experience to uh, to your subscribers, they actually stay on the on the service um, because basically you offer what they like and uh, you offer what they want to see. Um, so this has been uh, actually verified with many studies uh, uh, across uh, worldwide in every uh, you know uh, it's not only a certain because uh, usually you know st studies are very U US centric, but actually uh, there's more and more studies that are done in uh, in uh, other uh, other region and pretty much all the studies are, are saying this. So when when you offer this uh, personalization, um, so you can give different type of personalization, you actually boost your viewership engagement. So I think it's really important. So there's multiple um, uh, use case of personalization. So the first one, which I, I guess was the was one of the, um, the uh, a big trend because it, it actually uh, adds add revenue to uh, to 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 the operators. So it's a digital ad insertion. So collecting data based on the taste, based on the preference, and then the ads are adjusted based on that. So it can be based on a, really an individual or it can be based on a, on a group. But um, yeah, so you personalize the experience in, in terms of ads and you can get more revenue uh, for each of the ads because you really uh, target uh, the, the different individuals. And this also allows, uh, on the right, as you can see, this really allows uh, the, the operators to uh, to design some package. So there's actually a lot of studies are actually say, uh, as well uh, saying uh, how many people will, uh, you know, how many uh, group of people will like only the ads uh, and don't pay any subscription. Um, they, they pay a bit of subscription and they have some ads or some some uh, with no ads at all and uh, and uh, with uh, with a subscription so this really uh, gives um, more tools to the operators to you uh, to be able to uh, to have different package and uh, you really can target uh, the, as uh, dk was mentioning you can really target the different uh, generations um so the you know the younger generation or the older generation the, the mid class so it really uh, help you to to play with uh, with the different uh, a package. So, and add uh, insertion, of course, is, uh, is one thing, but where we are seeing as well um, so a trend, maybe it's a little bit earlier right now, but this is a really interesting uh, one. 
It's about to, to have personalized virtual channel for either local or, I mean, a group of people or individuals. So what does that mean is basically, actually there was something that Netflix started, I think, uh, mid of last year. So they started um, a kind of a live channels, but which is based on the recommendation engine. So what, what, what it does is basically, it's, it will look at what a group of user or individual user like, and then you will do a playlist of contents based on this, their preference. And it, it will be not like a VOD, like you, you play and, uh, and then the next one is, uh, is showing uh, which one you want to use. No, it's really a, really a linear experience but based on the contents you, you usually uh, watch on, uh, on their platform. So this is very interesting, actually, you know, this is something we have been kind of uh, prototype uh, on our side as well. So when I say prototype, it's really like a lab uh, thing. So it's not really something we are we have deployed yet, but this is something where we are we are moving on. So with uh, with a product called Nea Composer. So Nea Composer is, is kind of interesting product because it really targets all these uh, kind of new uh, trends. So the program replacement, the dynamic insertion, the virtual programming, or even the personalized TV. So all these, the, the Nea Composer will uh, will target. Um, so again, to personalize your experience to either uh, groups or individuals. So I think it's uh, it's really the next big thing to the uh, to the OTP. Good. Yeah. Um, this slide is showing that uh, you know Bio um, and Atem's perspective to offer a targeted uh, solutions. So uh, our combined targeted uh, based on the TV data. So such as location, you know, household composition and usage. So if you look at the uh, blocks on the left, we can address all the use cases. So for live, we support at the replacement, we support the banner ad uh, for um, time shift TV, FUD. We support the free roll, you know, uh, mid roll, uh, post roll with the uh, old bed uh, banner as well. Um, so that's uh, add insertions are supported both uh, cases as well. So the key here is um, I, I would say, you know, for advertisers, they spend millions and millions uh, for advertisement, but we have to make sure that if the solution, you know, provide a efficiency. So in a traditional way, they just go one way and, and the ROI is, is very low. But with this targeted ad, so you can get all the segments and into a right uh, audience uh, with the right uh, uh, advertisement that actually make uh, a lot efficient and maximize revenue and win-win for all related parties. So that's the key from a, a, um, a BIOS targeted ad solutions here. So um, this uh, flow is delivering end-to-end -end solutions here. So on the left, um, it works with our uh, delivery platform as well as a third-party um, uh, service delivery platform. So that means it can be a standalone solutions together with ATEM uh, and uh, some other um, ecosystem partners for these uh, programmatic uh, chains. So the first components that you can see the, the 
four uh, blocks. So um, let's say uh, inventory management, which means uh, control, you know, um, when and where and by whom the ad can be seen. And with Data Hub, uh, you can transform a TV data or CRM data into a, a valuable um, segment, which can be accessible to uh, uh, ad servers or SSP. And personalization and, and, and discovery, um, you basically um, have to uh, maximize the consumption of the content and uh, um, more opportunities for, for ad um, by this uh, highly uh, consumed content. And TV business analytics uh, enable operators for data-driven decisions. And all these components, uh, you know, we provide also safe data export. We uh, uh, follow a GDPR rules, and that means personal data is not shared to um, X, uh, outside of the uh, operator. So fundamentally, this solution gives full control to operator to decide all the frequencies, you know, uh, you can decide or where ad can be replaced or where can, ad can be uh, inserted or, or you don't need to uh, put any ad because your customer simply doesn't want to do that because they just want to enjoy without the ad services. So the all control is under yours. And this uh, uh, ad platform supports a multiple um, ad servers and multiple SSPs. And in dynamic ad insertion, uh, this uh, our solution supports a uh, server-side uh, ad insertion with ATEM, and also it can be supported client-side uh, ad insertions uh, through our, our view players. And lastly, um, the measurement. So uh, we provide a, a, a transparent uh, report, which you can cross-check all the results of the ad, and also Easy settlement with the uh, uh, related uh, programmatic chains. So this is uh, uh, basically end-to-end -end, uh, solutions for targeted ad for uh, both companies. Yeah, um, this is just a simple workflow. You know, fundamental six building blocks to show starting with uh, enabling the inventory all the way to a um, premium advertisers. So it, how it can be matched in a best uh, uh, way to maximize the uh, uh, new revenue uh, uh, stream here. So it's starting with, uh, you know, uh, it, you can enable the inventory when and where, you know, the frequency of the uh, ad, you can control and decide and, and into uh, activate uh, a data segment through a uh, pre-integrated TV ad tech platforms and address TV and advertiser needs are, are important. So you can find a uh, proper um, advertiser as well as where you can put that ad so you can maximize a uh, revenue exposure from the advertisement. So all in all for this is, you know, basically the, the create the new new revenue stream 
to increase the revenue and your output. So that is very important in this new trend of market. And next one, you see a lot of competitors in the, in the field, right? So you are not the only one and you have so many uh, global, you know, OTT uh, providers through applications and the regional uh, service providers as well. So the competition is very severe. Then how you can address uh, uh, your competition and how you can differentiate your services. So basically you wanna, you want to have customers under your umbrella to, to manage, to provide all the services. That's why um, we came up with the super aggregation solutions. So it can address, so basically one metadata management and holistic discovery, and you can uh, access through a single sign-on and you can play back whichever uh, contents, you know, and we provide the analytics and insight as well. And more importantly, it's going to be a single bill. So you can play, you know, you can negotiate, you can provide a lot of uh, valuable package to your customers through a single billing. And this solution can be working uh, alone as well as uh, with our, our SDPs as well. But for OTT and CP side, they also need to do a sum of work. So the agreement has to be uh, done between the between them, and the certification also is required. Some of the integrations as well. So this is this is a, a kind of new things, but we see a lot of uh, requirements from a, a customers like a deep linking, uh, uh, or embedding. So it's it's very very important to support uh, in the market. Okay, this is a uh, last slide. Uh, so it's kind of summary on the solutions for both uh, VO and uh, TEM. So ultimately we'd like to maximize the TV experience through uh, both platform and solutions. So they can, uh, you know, starting with, uh, you know, uh, standalone solutions, it can be standalone, it can be end-to-end. Uh, -end. So it's, it's very flexible. And our solutions are AI-based and TV data-driven for personalization and also uh, targeted ad. So you all need the AI uh, machine learning behind to provide a optimal uh, uh, information and, and, and guidance. And uh, we support, as I, as, as I said earlier, cloud, you know, on-prem or hybrid, depending on your, your needs, you know, it can be very flexible. And TV-centric technology, yeah, we've been a bunch of experience to, to support uh, you know, TV platform for many years. So our expert can uh, consult and, and advise all the, all the information and knowledge, you know, fill the gaps. Yeah, I think it's, um, this one is a, a very important point as well. Uh, and I wanted to emphasize uh, more is, uh, you know, you put the content in the middle of, uh, of everything. And this is kind of uh, what uh, Netflix uh, really uh, is successful at is uh, and they design everything from the content. So they, they, they make sure, you know, when they build their, their platform and uh, this is where Vio can, uh, can help as well. They put the content in the middle and then everything is around. So I think it is important that uh, the subscriber feel that uh, he, he can have access to all the content he wants. We have access to all the content he likes. 
And this is where uh, the combination of uh, VO and ATEM can, can really help to, uh, to, to address uh, this point. Yes, good. Uh, and, and also it's a unified platform, so which can address IPTV as well as OTT with a single uh, unified console. So that's the biggest advantage. Um, and the last but uh, last one is the future proof solutions. So we have many successful uh, deployment cases together and it's, it's pretty much uh, future proof and also uh, innovation solutions are continue to be followed. Um, that's our biggest advantage. So you have uh, no, uh, no uh, uh, issues to, to follow all the, you know, the, the, the latest trend and state of art uh, solutions. So David, uh, I think uh, this is the last slide. Excellent. Thank you very much, uh, both of you, for the presentation. Uh, Thank you. And Thank you. We still have a, a, a bit of time for, for a couple of questions. Um, maybe a good transition. You were talking about innovation just now, uh, DK. So for both of you, uh, how important innovation is for, for VU and for ATEM? Yeah, I think the important thing here is, you know, we have to catch up uh, all the market trend in advance, right? And, and, you know, the company itself is investing a lot of money for the R&D, you know, for innovations. So never be behind the trend or, or market needs. So we have to be always in advance to deploy and, and introduce uh, latest technologies to the customers. And more importantly, I think we have to provide like microservice basis so um, whatever needed, then it's, it's a lot easier to integrate on top of the existing one. So you, you have a chance to enhance without uh, the investing from the, from the scratch. So that's, that's very important. Yeah, Sam, I would say Sam for, for Atem. So innovation has been uh, really a, a, key, um, a key factor of uh, all uh, the, you know, the, the growth of the company. And uh, we, we always uh, make sure that uh, we try uh, things, even if it fails, uh, we, we, we always try a new, uh, new trends. So, you know, it remind me, uh, I think it was uh, six or seven years ago when, uh, you know, 3D was a, was a big, uh, big boom in the, in the, in the market, right? A big trend. But actually, and, uh, a lot of companies invest a lot in 3D, but at the end, uh, nothing uh, really uh, came through on the, uh, on the consumer side. So, but, I think innovation is, is all about this is uh, you try it failed okay next one what is the next one and it's always to be uh, to listen to what uh, what our customers want what uh, you know what um, try things and uh, and yeah it's uh, it's very very important excellent yeah look at that thanks guys um i'll be transitioning more about the low latency we talk a bit about uh, about cmaf um maybe a question for both of you also is what kind of expected latency uh, can we have with CMAF and do you think we can go lower? Yeah, so this is something I, I mentioned earlier on in one of the slides. So today um, we, we can reach uh, safely uh, 3 to 3.5 seconds, I, tell, uh, I would say in terms of latency. But you know, OTT uh, is, is, is relying on, the, on, on streaming over internet. And uh, we all know that internet is uh, sometimes uh, not uh, reliable in a way. So you always need some, uh, some insurance on the player side to, to have a bit of buffer uh, to make sure that you can play, uh, you can play uh, your video. Because 
you know, if if you make too short, uh, then your buffering on the on the player will be uh, will be uh, also too short. And if any uh, any uh, a drop in bandwidth on your Wi-Fi on your 3G, or, sorry, there's no more 3G nowadays, 4G or 5G, um, then you will buffer on the player, and this and the buffer on the player will lead to a very very bad uh, experience, uh, viewing experience for, for the subscriber. So it's always a trade-off between uh, you know the latency you want to have on uh, on on your on your player, and the um, and the, uh, the the quality of experience. But I would say after you know um, nowadays uh, everyone is moving to, to towards the OTT, so maybe the latency part will be a little bit less important in uh, in, in the next uh, in the next five years because when you compare latencies, you compare it against the broadcast. But the broadcast is actually uh, getting uh, uh, less and less. So when you will compare, at some point, you will only compare a latency between OTT and OTT. So there will be no more, uh, you know, uh, like you know, a point where you can compare against uh, uh, this uh, very low latency. So I would say this is important now, very important right now. But it's always a trade-off uh, with the quality of service and the quality of experience. Good point. Uh, I think it's very interesting. Yeah. So from our, from our experience, it's kind of end-to-end kind of latency. It's like uh, below five seconds because, as mentioned, you can you cannot sacrifice quality of uh, experience, right? So um, um, player side is also a play very important role, and also um, application side also they have to provide a, a um, optimized the uh, uh, coding uh, coding as well. So so far, we see that uh, you know below five second end to end, then then I think can satisfy a, a customer. Uh, I, I believe yeah, that that's yeah that's I have yeah. Okay, yeah, I got your point. Um, I like your comparison, Gautier, for the we compare OTT and OTP in the near future. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, interesting. Okay. <laughs> Maybe maybe a last one before we uh, we end over to the next session. It's, this one will be for you, DK. Uh, what is the typical deployment time for your end-to-end -end, uh, solution? Yeah, it's, uh, when we play a play play uh, a, a primary side role, typically um, we see that uh, you know the reasonable time frame for end-to-end -end delivery is like nine months. is is more realistic. And as a record, uh, we have like five months deployment end-to-end, uh, -end, uh, you know, as a, as a prime SI. But it was a really, really big challenge and we, we devote a lot uh, to this project. So more realistically for on-prem case, it's, it's nine months, you may have to consider, but for full cloud, you know, if you go with the managed service then it's all pre-integrated, ready to deploy. So little bit of customization are required. The two to three months are, are more than enough uh, to to start a greenfield OTT as just initial services. So that's um, experience that I can share. Yeah. Great, excellent. Um, well, that will be it for today, guys. Thank you very much, uh, DK. Thank you, Gauthier. For yeah, thank you, everyone. Now. We are at the end of the 40th podcast. If you want to find out more, you can go to the atem.com website or follow us on LinkedIn. Next time, we will cover 
the Green Head and Revolution. Don't miss out!